Welcome to the Eat Well, Age Well podcast. Eat Well, Age Well is a project from Scottish charity Food Tree, and our podcast is all about sharing and discussing how we can support older people in Scotland to eat well, age well, and live well. Volunteers Week takes place every year from the 1st to the 7th of June and is one of the most important events in our calendar, as quite simply, without volunteers, Food Tree would not be able to exist. To celebrate, we're releasing a series of episodes where I speak to volunteers from across Food Train to learn more about their role, their experience, and what they value most about volunteering. On this episode, I chat to Julie, a volunteer with Food Train Connects, which provides a one-to-one shopping service for older people across Scotland. Julie signed up as a Connects volunteer when the service first launched during the pandemic in 2020, and she shared why she finds working with older people so valuable and rewarding. A small note that there is slightly poorer sound quality at times in this interview as our usual recording equipment wasn't available, so you will hear my laptop having a good old wheeze now and again. Apologies for that in advance, but I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi Julie, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and chatting to me today for our special episodes for Volunteers Week. First of all, can you tell us just introduce yourself, tell us a little more about you, your background and what do you do outside of volunteering? Okay so my name's Julie, I live in Edinburgh, I've been living in Edinburgh for the last 19 years, originally from London Um, and um, my background is that I used to be a nurse many years ago but I've had various other jobs since then but my nursing was quite often with older people so I've always been drawn to work with older people. Since the pandemic I have been um, involved with um, Food Train Connects which has been lovely and I got to know about that because I am a host and a driver for another charity called um, Re-Engage that used to be called Contact the Elderly that Mona who runs Food Train Connects um, is now involved with. So you're not a stranger to volunteering by any sense as you mentioned there that you already were working um, and doing some work with older people is that right? That's right, yes. So yes, I've worked both in my nursing career, mostly with older people in the community. So, you know, very much like what Food Train does and um, and also my volunteering that I've done in the in the past with Re-Engage uh, Charity with Older People. Plus I also did a long time ago uh, volunteering with uh, Age UK. So yes, yeah, so I've sort of always been drawn to work with older people. So yeah, this all felt really like it just fitted. Yeah, and and what's drawn you to working and volunteering with older people? Is there anything in particular that you feel that's uh, that you, that interests you the most about that? Um, I just really, I've always really liked older people. I just think, um, you know, I just think old people have got a lot to say, and they've had a great life. And I just think in this particular society, maybe older people are a bit more invisible. And I just think we need to not make them invisible I think that older people are just like people like you and me who are just older and um, I I don't know I just feel like I just connect with older people and I just like being amongst older people and working with them. Yeah I think I think that's great what you said there about how older people can be invisible so to speak and it is so important to make them visible and I think that's maybe been uh, amplified through the pandemic as well the invisibility uh, so it's been so important and having volunteers like yourself during the pandemic has just been an absolute lifeline 
Um, so can you tell, tell me a little bit more about how you first heard about Food Chain Connects? What, what brought you to volunteering there as well? Um, well, I heard about it through Mona, who is your, uh, I think she, she runs the, the whole show there. So I knew her through Reengage, uh, Contact the Elderly, a charity that she previously worked for. And um, I think it was through Facebook, I think, something she popped something up um, saying that they were looking for shopping volunteers in the Edinburgh area and various other places. And I thought, oh, yeah, that, that would suit me fine. So, yeah, I'd already been um, doing some shopping on a, on a casual basis with, um, with some of my neighbours and vulnerable friends that I knew. And I just thought, yes, I, I'd love to get involved with helping somebody else with their shopping. It seems like it was a, just fitted in with my world very easily. So, yeah, that was that was pretty much how I how I got involved and, and uh, yeah it's been no looking back I've really enjoyed it. And what was the application process like getting signed up with Connects as a volunteer what did you have to do? Um, gosh it was gosh it's it's it was a while ago now because it was yeah it was probably coming up to nearly a year ago now I can't quite completely remember but I don't remember it being complicated at all I think it was filling out a form I think I had a chat with Mona possibly um, I think I, I had some really nice um, chats with some of the uh, the staff as well. You, I think it was Yvonne as well. She she was very very helpful at the beginning. Um, yeah, I, I think it was through an e, through e, once I filled out the forms and everything, and you've done all my checks. I think I then got um, an email to say that there was the match, um, and uh, I looked on your website, and the match was there. And it was it was all very straightforward. I'm not that techie. It wasn't. It didn't seem too techie at all it was quite quite easy and it was lovely to know that there was telephone support from from the staff as well so yeah, I think at the beginning I was a bit like oh what should I do and all of that and I you know Yvonne was at the end of the line I think I spoke to you as well Danielle um then but yeah it was it was in August when I got my first pairing so um it was a wee while ago but I don't remember it being complicated at all very straightforward for somebody who's not very techie that's good to know that it was quite an easy process <laughs> for us, especially um, during pandemic times and Connects was a brand new service that Foodtrain set up in the midst of the pandemic as well. So there was almost just a case of we just have to look forward and get it set up and get going. And you're right, you probably did speak to me, as I've mentioned a couple of times on these uh, other podcast episodes, I was sort of everywhere <laughs> with the change in the pandemic. So I had I was helping probably everywhere at some point. So, um, and it was a pleasure to talk to the volunteers. And I think I said this before, it was incredible the amount of volunteer inquiries that Food Chain received during the pandemic. It, it was, yeah, I mean, such a difficult time, but it was amazing to see the amount of people out there that wanted to help. And that was a real pleasure being able to talk to people and uh, find out their reasons for wanting to help older people in such a difficult time. And so you mentioned there that, so you signed up, um, all kind of went pretty well. You find out what the kind of volunteer role was. Uh, so once, who was your first partner then? You got, you were matched with an older person in your area that needed help with their shopping. Um, can you tell me a wee bit more about that? I started with this lovely man called Ronald. He was in his late nineties, living on his own with no family close by. And, um, yeah, so I started doing his shopping weekly. So the idea was that I would to, was to ring him and he would give me the shopping list. And then the following day, I arranged that I would uh, pop by and, and give him his shopping. So that's what I did. So I did that for from August right through to November. 
um, and it was all working really well and I really enjoyed seeing him and he seemed very grateful for the service and um, yeah but I was aware that he was quite vulnerable and um, after discussion with his daughter but I got his number through Food Train Connects they allowed me to have her number we got into a bit of a chat and he was getting carers going in as well and in the end I think the daughter decided that it might be more straightforward for Ronald rather than having another person come in and he had to kind of struggle to get to the door each week to get his shopping that maybe the carers would uh, would also do the shopping and that seemed like it was a better better for him um, it was sad to say goodbye to him but I felt like it was uh, it was better for him that he had less people coming in and he had to then struggle to get to the door and he could just have all his shopping and all his caring done by his daily carers so that's what happened so yeah it was a sad goodbye but uh, I was glad that he had a better system set up so then there was a little bit of a gap yeah, and it's a, it's a common thing with members of Food Chain as well, especially older members and probably during the pandemic, that sometimes they maybe only need to use the services temporarily, um, maybe something else just for their stage and time. And it was great that you were there. Uh, how What was his kind of feeling when you were coming round? Did you get a sense of that he was really pleased to, you know, someone was there to help him or even just that little bit of social interaction? Yeah, I definitely think that he that that it wasn't just that I was doing his shopping, that I was somebody that was coming in. And I suppose I got my I had some sort of put my nurse's head on a little bit and, you know, was sort of like checking him that he was OK. And I would always send his daughter a little text after each visit just to sort of reassure her how he was and uh, let her know that I had been been in and all of that. But, you yeah, know, it was really nice. You know, and it was a couple of times I, I went in with my mask. I felt that like he was quite frail and I let myself into the house and sort of helped put his shopping away, which, you know, I, I, I judged that as being it was safer to do that even in the pandemic than to let him struggle trying to put the shopping away himself. Um, yeah, and he yeah, he was a very friendly, friendly fella. Um, and he seemed very happy to see me and he always knew who I was and everything. So, yeah, it was nice. It was really it was a very nice pairing, but I'm glad that his carers took over. I think that was better for him in the long run. Definitely. And I think you made a really good point there about judgment calls as well uh, as volunteers that it's assessing situations and going right this is safer if I maybe do a little bit extra and help this person maybe put their shopping away if they need that and I think as well there's also as well as you know you get the volunteer role of signing up and you think yep yeah, okay I'll do their shopping but there's those little extra things of like yeah you're checking in on them you're texting the daughter it's all those little things as well that get added into the just the part of the the role that are so important and so vital which which is great as well so you're paired with Ronald and then obviously uh, he had to move on um so what happened next after that have you been paired up with uh, a new customer so yes so yes there was a little gap then and I, I was missing it actually so it was part of my week and I was you know I was quite missing just that that, that sort of the the once a week thing that I was doing with you guys uh, but it wasn't too long before I got um, an email I think came through from probably Yvonne again I think saying that there was uh, there was somebody else who who was in my area who was who was looking for some help and uh, in fact yeah very in a very similar area it's about not very far away I do it by foot now and um, I shop at the same Tesco's that I shopped at for Ronald so it was all very close by where I live that was sort of one of my stipulations is that you know I didn't want to be driving particularly I didn't really particularly want to take my car I would prefer to be able to walk so it was great to find somebody that was really local 
So that started uh, this January in 2001 and, and it's still going on, it's ongoing. So yes, I've been, so her name is Sylvia and she must be in her 70s, I would think. And she isn't as isolated, but she is in a way. She lives with just her husband who's got terminal cancer. It's all very sad, but um, I think she just felt like she really didn't want to put herself into the idea of having to go to the shops to sort of protect her husband. Um, so, uh, but but she's also very isolated, despite being, you know, with her husband. She they have no family whatsoever. There's a cousin who lives in in the city, but far far away on the other side of town, um, and they don't appear to have any friends, and they didn't have any children. So, you know, she's a very isolated lady. So, I think she's really appreciating the shopping. Um, and, and again, it's not just the shopping. I think we've sort of built up quite a relationship and a bond. Um, and I think she really appreciates me being able to talk to her about and she I can listen to her. She's quite worried about her husband. And again, it's it's I'm more than just a shopper. It's it's a really nice role to be in. That That's a great way of putting it is I'm more than just a shopper. And I think that probably describes a lot of the volunteering is more than just volunteering it's it's everything there it's the reality of people's situations that um yeah, that you just described there as well that that's that's such a difficult situation for someone where they are I imagine she's probably a carer for her husband or does a lot of the care responsibilities and is probably fighting to get out and doesn't have people around and yeah that's it's yeah quite an emotional thing to hear <laughs> um so do you go around weekly then? Do you do, how often do you do the shopping uh, for them? Yes, yeah, so I go around weekly. So she's very flexible, but um, so I think she had uh, somebody previous to me who was doing it on a Sunday, but that didn't quite fit in with my world. And so she said, that's not a problem. So I bring her on a Sunday afternoon, evening and get her shopping list and I drop it off on the Monday afternoon. Um, and yeah, and she literally lives just around the corner from the Tesco, so it's all very straightforward. So yeah, I call her on the Sunday, we have a little chat. Uh, she gives me the shopping list, she's very organised, and then I do the shopping. And if I'm ever stuck in the shop, I just give her a ring if there's something I'm not quite sure. Like this week she wanted tomato soup, and I was, there was cream of tomato, there was just tomato. I just wanted to check she wanted the right one, so I just gave her a quick call just to make sure we got the right one. Um, and yeah, she's quite specific about what she wants and that makes it clearer for me. You know, she says she wants cherry tomatoes, not the plum ones and all that sort of thing. So it's a, uh, but yeah, I, I sort of, and I, I know what she gets. She kind of gets a regular thing. So I know what I'm doing now. And occasionally there's the odd extra item that's unusual, but she's very good at explaining um, what it is. Um, if it's the Tesco's brand or a different brand. Um, and I prefer it to be more specific because I want it to be exactly what she wants. We all like to have what we like when we go shopping. So, you know, I, I make sure I get everything correctly. Um, yeah, and it all, it's all very straightforward. Um, yeah, and I can explain about the payment. Would you like me to explain about the payment? Yeah, yeah, do that. That probably people might be quite curious to see how that works about, because uh, you're the volunteer going in and getting the shopping. So how how... Do, does the customer pay for the shopping? Uh, the payment's really straightforward, actually. You just pay for the shopping um, with your debit or credit card, and then you um, 
it's very simple. You then take a photograph of the receipt with a little direct debit form that's sent to you by Food Train. And then when you come home, you just fill out a very simple form that is all being pre pre organized for you from Food Train. And you just add the photograph to it and a little comment about how the visit went. And you send it off. And within at least a couple of days, you get reimbursed for your shopping. So it's a very straightforward and easy system that it's been pretty seamless. I've had no problem whatsoever with it. Great. So you go in, you pay for the shopping on your own card, which Food Train will then reimburse within a couple of days. And the Food Train will also phone up Sylvia or all the customers and they'll take their shopping payment over the phone, I think, as well. So it means that the older person is still paying for the shopping and it means you'll get reimbursed. So no one is out of pocket <laughs> is how I understand it as well. So but that's great. That's really good to hear that it, they're all very simple and it works out really well it's all very seamless and easy and I think it's a it's a win-win for everybody Sylvia gets her shopping and she doesn't have to worry about going to the shops and we have a lovely chat in her corridor which I think is you know quite more almost as important as the shopping or maybe even as important as the shopping I imagine as well that you've built you said there about the social interaction imagine that just naturally you've built up quite a nice relationship uh, with her as well yeah, I mean, you absolutely do. I mean, as I did with Ronald and I, and I do with her, yes, it's sort of impossible not to really build any sort of relationship. You're doing this task for somebody, but it's not just a task. It's, you know, it's all wrapped up with just being this person, this connecting person. And, you know, and I think for her, I am actually the only person from the outside world that comes into her world every single week. I mean, she's got a coordinator warden at the, at the flats, but she has no family at all, this lady. Um, uh, no children, no friends. And, you know, I think she really does value and she said it, you know, she really values just being able to just to tell me stuff that she's concerned about her husband or just being able just to have, have a bit of a offload or just being able to just have a chat. You know, it's I just think it's really it's just, you know, it has become a natural thing. I mean, I think I'm, I've also got a bit of a natural ability to be able to know how to listen through my nursing experience. But I don't think you need to be a nurse or have any background experience in this to be a, a Connect shopper. You just need to be a kind person with a bit of empathy and understanding. Um, and it just sort of naturally happens. It's just if you're a, if you're a nice person who likes helping people, you can do this. You can do this. And, you know, I think everyone gets a lot out of it. I think for Sylvia, she finds it really helpful that I'm in her world now and I am this weekly person who comes to visit her and she can just have a little chat with me in her communal corridor obviously with our masks on and um, you know for me it's, it's a lovely thing to know that I'm helping somebody and it just takes up very little time in my week and I think I'm making a difference and that means a lot so yeah it's, it's, it's a really lovely thing I recommend anyone to do this if they think that they have the ability to be able to do it in time Great. So, and so would you say the kind of thing you enjoy the most is that interaction about it? Or is there any other kind of aspects of volunteering that you really enjoy? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it is nice. It's, I like helping people. I think that's just what I naturally like doing. So, you know, this fits in really well with what I like doing. And I, yeah, it's just very nice to know that I am making this this difference. Uh, it, you know, it may, may seem like a very small thing that you're doing some shopping for somebody, but I think you know, I think it's probably more than just that. It really is. Um, it, it's pretty impossible not to build up some sort of relationship when you're doing this kind of thing. You know, it, it built up slowly with Sylvia. She's quite a shy lady, but I could sense that she, you know, 
was struggling a bit and I think it really helps her to be able to have a have a good good talk and a chat and um just having somebody to listen to it just makes you feel less alone I think absolutely and I think there's that comfort in the routine as well if you if someone like Sylvia that isn't seeing someone uh, day to day, week to week, that you know that regular person coming round every week is such a comfort, especially during such uh, difficult times like the last year with the pandemic when things have just felt so out of our control. Uh, to have a nice friendly face coming around every week is going to be a, a, an absolute comfort. Um, so just I'll be, I'm interested more in your kind of experience with older people and your volunteering, and do you feel that there's any kind of common misconceptions about working with older people? Yeah, I mean, I do think in this society, we don't really recognise older people as people anymore. They, I think they're quite invisible in, in our society. I mean, I've done quite a lot of travelling abroad and I just think that older people are much more revered in other cultures. Um, you know, the, the, the matriarch of a family is sort of the one that everyone looks up to. And I think... When people get older, they become, you just see an older person. And actually, we, you know, we're all going to get old, hopefully. And, um, you know, older people used to be young, just like us and had busy lives and everything else. And I think we must never forget that they are still the same person. They may look older from the outside, but they are still the same person on the inside, you know. Um, and I think it's really important to recognise older people and give them value. Um, I think in this society, sadly, I don't think they're given as much value as they should. I agree completely with what you're saying, especially about older people are just us. You know, I think people forget that um, they want to have the life and we're younger and the same age as, you know, ourselves. So, uh, yeah, and the stories that they've got are much more interesting. <laughs> they've got all the experience in the advice. Um, so is there any kind of uh, specific anecdotes you want to share about your time volunteering with Connects or anything like that that comes to mind? It's just, it's just a, a really, it's a lovely, it's a lovely role. I'm really enjoying it. It's a great role and it's just become part of my week and I'm really, it's, it's a lovely thing and I'm, I'm loving the connection. It's, a, you know, Food Train Connects, it's a great thing because you are, you're connected, not just by just doing the shopping, but it's just, yeah, you make connections and, and I think connections are really, really important for, for, for humans in general, but, you know, I think definitely for older people, especially isolated older people, it's really important to feel connected um, yeah, I hope that I'm making a, a small difference to Sylvia's life and just making her feel like she's connected at least with one other person in this city and somebody she can trust. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sure I've, without a doubt, you're absolutely making an incredible difference uh, just for one person. And uh, what would you say to anyone listening to this that's maybe thinking, you know, maybe I could volunteer? Uh, that sounds quite interesting because this is quite a, a flexible volunteering role as well, because how often you do the shopping, what do you do the shopping? It's really just determined between yourself and the older person. Is that right? Yes, it is. I mean, I, I've been doing it weekly because that seems to sort of suit Sylvia. But last week I was on holiday and I just did a few extra, a few extra items the previous week. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it really is. And it's a very small thing that you're doing. We all have to go shopping anyway. So I sort of tie in doing my shopping for Sylvia with getting some things for myself. So it's not like it's sort of taking up too much of my time. Um and it's, and it's well worth time spending. Do you know what I mean? I think if you've got a, a little bit of time, I know everyone's very, very busy now, but if you think you've got time and this is the kind of thing that you would like to do, it is actually really lovely. And actually there's a lot of joy to be had 
you know, just because you're volunteering, I say just, I mean, volunteering is work. Volunteering is really important and vital. And um, yeah, I would totally recommend anybody doing this. It's simple and easy and it's a win-win for everybody. And it's, and it's a lot of joy. And you, you know, I think as a volunteer, you get something out of helping somebody. And as the receiver of the shopping and the volunteer, they get something out of it by getting their shopping. And it's just nice to know that, yeah, to help, to helping somebody is always a good thing. So I would recommend anybody to do this. It's a really lovely role. And uh, Food Train Connects has been a great organisation to be working with too. Everyone's been really helpful and supportive. And I know that I'm there's somebody at the end of the telephone or an email if I was stuck with anything. So I would totally go for it if you feel like you want to do this. Thank you, Julie. That has been absolutely amazing to talk to you today and hear more about your experience volunteering with Connects. It sounds like it's such uh, been a really not only just a great experience for you and really fulfilling, but also you can really hear um, the impact that it has for the older people as well, especially Sylvia. Um, I will mention in the show notes, we will have links to Food Chain Connect. So if you are interested in volunteering, you can go to their website and have a look to get some more information and sign up as a volunteer. Or if you know an older person or would like to refer an older person or are an older person yourself listening to this, then you can also sign up for the Connect service if you need help with your shopping. Um, so details are on the website there as well, which are in the show notes, as well as links to more information about Volunteers Week and Food Chain. But just say thank you again, Julie. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thanks very much for having me. And yep, I hope I've encouraged some people to become shopping volunteers and uh, or some or somebody can connect somebody up who needs their shopping done. It's a lovely thing and I would recommend it to anybody. And uh, Food Train Connects is a great organisation to work with. So thanks very much. It's been lovely having a chat with you. Thanks very much for listening. The Eat Well, Eat Well podcast is hosted and produced by me, Danielle Gray, and I work as a digital communications officer for Food Train. If you have any queries about this episode or would like more information about us, then please email hello at eatwelleatwell.org.uk. Make sure to check out the other podcast episodes we have available, including our other interviews for Volunteers Week, and thanks again for your support.